Hi, everyone. Um, I was going to make this episode about ghost stories, but I will get to that in the next episode, I promise. But I was going back through some of my episodes, which I normally don't listen to my episodes, but I, I felt led to to listen to a few of them and realize that there's really no emotional um, emotions around it or the emotional part of what it's like to actually see spirits and what I went through and even listening to my story, I realized that because I've been doing this for 17 years, and this is what I think, is that I, I it, it's kind of like listening to them and as a, as a sense of a matter of fact, like how I voice things or I tell you a ghost story or an experience. And I really didn't get into the nitty gritty and the grind of, of, of the emotional part that happened to me when all this opened up. So I want to talk a little bit about that today and just to give you an honesty of how emotional this really was for me and what what kind of like how I felt through the whole experience of it all. And it was really hard and really dramatic. So in a lot of levels, in a lot of ways... I want to share that with you. I want to I want to give that experience to you because I I I kind of lost the expression I think of how it felt and inside and when this all opened up and seeing dead people is not a normal thing and to be able to in our society you know, for me, when people ask me, oh, what do you do? You know, that's a typical conversation when you meet people. And yeah, I, I a lot of times tell people I'm an author, which I'm not lying because I did write a book. But you just can't like come right out and say, oh, I see dead people. Um, that's what I do. So I want to be able to articulate that to you on an emotional level and our like I said, an organic raw level of me at the beginning. So at the beginning, I, I did, and I'm going to give you a lot of honesty here. I not necessarily when I was first seeing spirits, but when the voices even in, you know, my head started, you know, the, those voices got louder after I did start seeing spirits and I was drinking a lot and I used alcohol to shut those voices out. That was my coping mechanism. And I didn't drink around my children or my husband at the time. I would wait for the kids to go to bed and then I'd go to the bar. And that was really the only thing I felt that I could cope with is is shutting those voices out. It was hard enough to see dead people and spirits at night, let alone now voices in my head. And it really, it, 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 it was a struggle. I'm not going to lie. It, it really took a toll on me. So for me, at the beginning again, it it's like when all this was happening and I was seeing the dead at night and they were standing by my bed or floating in my room, I would... I had a time where not only the drinking, but 
I was also like staying up all night or drinking coffee to because I, I was so afraid to go to sleep. I was living my own horror movie and it was my reality. It was my reality to live that horror movie and I did not know how to cope with it. It was really challenging to be able to like, it's almost like describing myself underwater holding my breath and when you're underwater and you're looking around and there's nothing and you're just waiting to come to the surface to take a deep breath. That's how I, I felt a lot. I, I felt alone. I was scared. I cried a lot. I cried so much. And I would cry in the bathroom and just lay on the floor. And that was my go-to hiding place. And I remember just the tile being so cool on my face and being able to feel that why the tears hit the floor. And I, I just wanted to listen to my music, lay there and drown out everything else that was really happen and happening in my reality. So at night, when the visitation started, and I, I did share this on my journey episode, but when the the visitations did start. I, I, it, again, you don't want to believe it. I, I didn't want to believe it. I wanted to pretend it wasn't there or just, yeah, say to myself, I'm making this up or, or it's just not real. You, you don't want to go into the whole realization of this is real. This is your reality now. Deal with it. And I just refused to want to feel mental. I, I didn't want that to be who I was. I, I loved reality. I, I loved life. And to be able to feel that mental and that, like, bare, it, it's hard to explain. It's scary. I know a lot of people have different traumatic situations that exper they experience in life. And <clears throat> we all cope differently. We all try, you know, different coping mechanisms because we're the only ones that know how we feel. Or, you know, when you try to express to people like, yeah, people can say, I understand, but can they, do they see the dead? Are they seeing spirits walk around? You know, it, it's... It's so real that it it was kind of like messing with me going, is that really a person standing in the hallway versus is that a ghost that we see on movies that kind of float or look scary or whatever? And I, I couldn't really tell the difference at certain times in my journey. Like I would see a spirit like I would see you and I... It's it's really again hard hard to explain and hopefully I'm getting through a little bit on what it was like for me but I didn't I want you don't see the in between things you hear the stories you hear the the cool ghost stories or they're fascinating or whatever but you don't really get the raw part of it the emotional part the the part of me that I want to own admit to and also be a part of my story because it was what I went through. So, you know, at night, I I remember there were times that I would 
not let my husband go to sleep or promise me to stay up until I fell asleep. Or like I said, pots of coffee all night long and just watching TV because some, for some reason, nighttime, yeah, we have it in our heads. Nighttime can be a scary time or that's when all the the scary stuff comes out is when it gets dark and, you know, we have all those perceptions in our heads. So you live that reality. So when my reality was happening where there was spirits and I couldn't explain like, why me? Why couldn't, why could I see them? And why was this happening to me? You know, you go through that question in your head, like why, why me? So you kind of just, you know, yeah, like I said, you have to deal with it and I had to deal with it. So I, I, you know, again, the crying, you know, my own man-made lake of tears, the, the, you know, times I just wanted to scream and at the top of my lungs, cause maybe that would help or, you know, get the help I needed. And that, and that at the time for me, there wasn't really much of that help you could say out there. Like I know I got, you know, my mentors came in later but, you know, there were other mediums on TV or psychic shows or whatever. So you're kind of like, oh, well, if they can do it, maybe I can do it. And that's that was kind of my thought process was, okay, I want to help people. I do. I really do. I felt that so deep in me. Like, I just want to. Maybe there's a way I can use this gift to help other people. But again, I don't want to have to be that person that is kind of convincing you that spirits are real. I, I've had my own reality and my own proof. So for me, it is real. That's why I think today when I express things about spirits or tell you my ghost stories or tell you about the tours, you know, it's just kind of a, a thing. It's, it's my, my norm. And again, it's not everybody's norm. And I have to fight. I, I feel like struggle and fight all the time for that skepticism in other people or people looking at me weird or I'm not labeled in society as being something that's normal. I was a teacher. I was a preschool teacher and that's a title. You know, when you tell people, oh, I'm a preschool teacher. Oh, cool. You know, they know what that means. But when you're like, oh, I, I can see dead people, you get that kind of questionable look on people's faces. Like, what? Like, I don't know. And they want to believe, but they don't want to believe. And then there's all these shows that are, you know, the paranormal investigators and they're all cool. And they're and everybody is like trying their hardest to prove it. Or how can we prove that spirits are real? But again, I had to go through my own proof, even in denial of it, this not being real and questioning myself, doubting myself all the time, back and forth. And it was a 24-7 process for me. That's what people don't understand, how hard this was. It's not, you know, I'm not knocking people. I've met a lot of people on my journey that go to classes and workshops. And yeah, they, they want to open that intuition up. And, you know, they just do. So um, but like I said, for me, I, I wasn't that person. I, I wasn't looking for the classes and I wasn't looking to become this. It, 
became me. And when it became me, it was either mentally have a breakdown in my reality versus or, you know, figuring it out. So that's what I was kind of pushed against the wall with. You know, I had to, I know I say, you know, a lot, I got to stop that. But I had to figure it out. So I did, I, I went through my own way of coping with the classes, I called them, as spirit proved itself to me, they were there, or I was seeing them. And I went, like I said, through my denial, more crying on the floor, more, you know, drinking coffee. And once I started allowing the communication in and trusting like, yeah, this had to be a big thing with trust and faith that, okay, it, it, it kind of shifted. So when I started, you know, I would see the spirits, but when I started talk, communicating with them, they would stop bothering me at night or, Waking up in the middle of the night with, again, my horror show of just seeing the spirit stand there staring at you and you don't know what to do with it. So it stopped at night once I started communicating. But when I didn't communicate and I would sense a spirit or see a spirit, I would have experiences where I would have anxiety attacks. I went through a long period where I was bringing little brown paper bags with me everywhere because I was having anxiety attacks and breathing in the bag. You know, I had, I, I had to cope with it. So I, again, went through different phases along the way on my journey as I coped with it the best way I could. So crying, screaming, uh, drinking, I it all was a part of that. I never, I never, in, in all honesty, I didn't do drugs. I didn't try to heighten it with drugs. Um, I didn't shut it out with that. The one thing I did is, and it was very traumatic for me, was the drinking. I eventually gave that up too and allowed it. I had to allow it you're going through something that is so unknown and unknown of where it's going to take you. You need to, or I needed to, figure out how to believe it or trust in it that I wanted to help people and I have helped a lot of people and I'm grateful for that. I still have to struggle on a daily basis of the identity of what I do, I'm not in the norm bracket. I feel that way. And I've told people, even do my ghost tours, it's like, you know, sometimes people would look at me like, Ooh, okay. And just give me that look. And some, they would look at, or other people in the tour would look at me like, almost like I had the plague. Or they would look at me and be like, oh, can I take your picture? You're a medium. So it's a balance, you know, we we have a balance in everything that we go through in life and our identities of who we are. This is just me being raw with you and expressing to you what I, what I really, the emotional part that was so challenging for me at the very beginning to 
to get to where I am today and to believe in it. And like I said, I had enough proof. The spirits proved enough to me or said enough to me to make it so real. I couldn't, I used to say this to my friends, I couldn't make this up if I tried. I'm not that smart. I'm not smart enough to like even conjure up that or, or, you know, so I've had a lot of questions over the years. Like, do I believe it's for the good or, you know, all that? Um, I do believe it's for the good. I, I, I have had experiences where I've seen archangels and different loved ones with spirits and those loved ones have come through to give very important messages or, you know, help that person tremendously out. So again, I, I want to get as personal as I can with this and try to bring some of that understanding of I'm just not expressing, hey, let's have a good time and share some ghost stories with you. I want to express that it's been a it's been a rough road and it's been a lot of faith and trust and belief in it especially being raised catholic and not not sure if my family would accept it having aunts and uncles that worked in the church and having just you know growing up with that is a scary thing to then have to face your family with or facing other friends of mine to express like, whoa, this is happening to me. I don't know what to do with it. When nobody really knows what to do with it. Nobody nobody can really explain that to you unless you meet other intuitives or other seers or other mediums that have their own stories to share and what they went through. I just have gone through kind of a snowball effect of really, again, groundbreaking, emotional, 24-7, nonstop, turn my life upside down. And I don't regret it. People have asked me that question. You know, it's always that famous question. If you could go back, would you? Well, you know, I really can't answer that because... I, it's, it's again, a balance. It's, I've helped people. I'm grateful for that, for the ones that do believe in, like I said, I'm not here to change anybody or convince anybody, um, to prove it. I'm not here to prove myself. I don't walk around going, let me show you what I can do, or let me tell you what I can do and let me prove it. I don't really need that recognition. I, I, I was the biggest doubter. And for me to have to face me, just like you guys have to face your own identities in you, I had to face me. So I had to face, do I believe this? Will I ever stop crying? I remember saying one time, if I stop crying, I just don't, I I never, I, I don't want to ever shed a tear again. I was like, okay, that's, I can't really say that because there's, a lot of things in reality that are emotional that we need to be upset about. And I am real. I, I am it's about as real as you can get. I was scared. I, I really was, you know, like I said, running to the, to the bathroom and laying on the floor and crying and, and just didn't know which way to run or which way to turn 
and being engulfed in that drowning feeling for so long and then try to cope with reality and be in reality. And now, you know, as I'm on this journey and everything I've seen and everything I've done, I've met, you know, the inner circle and I do watch society and I will talk about that at another podcast of, you know, how people have their views and everybody's allowed to have their opinions. I've, like I said, I've seen, I've seen archangels. I've seen a lot of things. I've seen a lot of really amazing spirits along my way. Um, so I just wanted to bring this up because I know I'm getting into, you know, later episodes and still sharing stories because I'm going to share another ghost story and share another experience and maybe give you with my, with my story, my experience behind it of what I was going through. I'm not just the person narrating, you know, we can, we can narrate, we can do, we can voice these things, we can write them. But the key is like, how do you feel when you're listening to it? Do you understand? Are you, are you sympathetic? Are you interested? Because yeah, I, I was a person that might be where you're at in not believing it or you know, maybe you do believe completely in it and you're on that side of it, whatever. I mean, you're listening to it or maybe you just want a really good ghost story. You know, I am that person that people love to have around campgrounds or campfires and tell a ghost story because I, I love telling my stories, but I wanted to give a little piece of me emotionally to you and allow you to know that it, it was hard. It still is hard, but it, it, it also is a beautiful gift. And in, in, yeah, I, I just really feel the emotional part right now and going back to that and remembering that, like, that's my memories. That's my story. And I get that. And it, and, and I'm not gonna lie. It's, like everyone, when we have a traumatic situation, it's really hard to go back into that to remember, whoa, I feel sorry. I I say that when I read my book, I feel sorry for her. And then I have to stop and go, wait, that her is me. And I went through that. I've built myself up with a backbone and stronger and, and no, I don't go walking out and seeing spirits every everywhere anymore because I can control it. I've learned to turn the light switch on and off, I call it, or zoom in and see if there's spirits around and then see what I see instead of it in my face, front and center, to where you're so scared you're frozen. And a lot of you, I don't know, this is how I am sometimes. If I do, I've watched horror movies and... I've had the blanket up to my nose and, you know, sometimes covering my eyes. But when you think about that and the real reality of it, I was that person in that bed with the covers up my up to my nose or my eyes and curled up with my feet up, my you know, my legs up and just like shivering, shaking as the spirit got closer and walked towards me. 
So it wasn't that I was welcoming at first with it. I, I really had to face those fears in me and believe, and I do believe it's all good. And from the highest light, I've had some experiences where I've shared on, I don't remember what episode it was, maybe four, um, a not so nice presence of a spirit. But for the most part, you have that mechanism in you to be scared and our society doesn't help with that. And I was scared and I, I was, you know, crying a lot. So anyways, I won't drag this out. I just wanted to say to you, if you're listening, thank you for listening and thank you for letting me share, share it. And I, again, I welcome people to email me at psychiccrossroadswithhope at gmail.com. And if there's something that you would like me to touch base on or talk about in a podcast, feel free to ask me a question and I will get a podcast out about it. And hopefully I can start inviting other people to ask some Q&A questions with me, which I think I'm going to be doing. So... Again, this is just the emotional part of being able to see the dead and and the fear and the scare and and all of that that comes with it. And the biggest part of my journey and the most dramatic part of my journey was the beginning of all this. That was the most traumatizing experience for me as I had to learn to grow into it. And that's what I did. So I'm going to go for now and I will get another podcast out within the next two or three days with ghost stories and share those with you. Thank you for listening. Bye for now.